Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's okay. I really don't care about Valentine's. But you're a lady, right? Why haven't I seen pictures of you as a baby? If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. V.I.G. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. I'm doing so well on my weather reports, especially when it's a bad weather headed your way, like blizzards, hurricanes, rainstorms, and stuff like that. I like to wish everybody a happy Valentine's Day of the year 2019. Thank you very much. I'm Frankie McDonald. Valentine's Day 2019. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Thursday morning, February 14th, Valentine's Day. Yes, it is. It's happening. Hey, hey kids. Hi. Hey. Kevin, you were smart to sit yesterday's uh, nut debate out. Was I? Because it did rip the nation apart. <laughs> it's too political. I think that's what it is. I think we, ha- I think we have to realize that there are some things, abortion, uh, God, religion, mm-hmm. nuts. Politics. There are some things that are just too hot. <laughs> yeah. Just too hot to handle. Yeah. And I, also I saw that up. coming, by the way. We've done that before. Mm-hmm. Did you come up with the top five that everyone agreed on? Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no. That was not possible, right? Is there a peace yeah. in the Middle East? Okay. All right. I'm just asking. <laughs> right. Yeah, but there were, some, there were some people who were living uh, in college straight out of Wrongtown. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, and I did find out that, um, that I am the walnut of the show, which is that there are a few people who really, <laughs> really enjoy you? me. What the hell's going on? People who really, really enjoy me. Uh, some who like me in certain circumstances, like uh, candied or a salad, mm-hmm. and most who think I taste like hot dirt. So I, 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 at wow. least I found my place in the nut universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, there, there was a lot of insight there. Yeah. So it was... Uh... Like, remember how heated uh, Apple Talk got? Sure. Times that by 100, oh, Kevin. Oh, no. Yeah. What a disaster. It yeah. got real serious. Yeah, people had nut feelings for yeah. sure. And in fact, that's why I wanted to uh, do this story uh, today. I know I should be doing something for Valentine's Day, but, uh, you know, the day after nut talk, I feel like I need to. This is a minor league baseball team in Connecticut. I think they are affiliated with, I want to say, with the Colorado Rockies, which is unusual because they're in Connecticut. But um, <laughs> they're the Hartford Yard Goats. Yard oh, goats. I love it. Uh-huh. Yard goats, yeah. Hmm. I mean, they're no... Uh, Why not just goats? They're no rumble ponies. All right. They're no, they're no baby cakes. Nothing's baby cakes. But they are the yard goats. Tell me if you guys think that they have uh, gone too far with this one. We had a story not long ago about... Uh, uh, well, Allie, it was, uh, it was you who was tweeting from the flight to Atlanta about uh, people having nuts on the plane. Mm-hmm. And the flight attendant making it very clear there was somebody on the plane with a nut allergy. Right. Don't eat nuts. If you brought them on yourself, don't eat them, right? Because mm-hmm. someone could die. Yeah. 
the Hartford Yard Goats have eliminated peanuts and peanut products from the baseball stadium, including Cracker Jack. Mm-hmm. Now, Cracker Jack, Cracker Jack yeah, and, what do pe- they do? and peanuts go back... I don't know. I haven't sourced it, but I got to figure a hundred years with baseball. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. You know what? I'm not going back, and I do care. <laughs> I'm going to boycott that team. I'm yeah. never going to see that team play baseball. The Yard Goats? The Yard Whoa, Goats. How right. are you going to do it? <laughs> that's a strong, strong statement, Kevin. Eliminating one item allows more kids to enjoy a baseball game, says team president Tim Rastali. That's what we're focused on doing because it's the right thing to do. He said he met after last season with two mothers of children with severe food allergies who wanted to learn more about the 200-some food items for sale at the stadium. Is it a baseball stadium or is it a grocery yeah. store? Yeah, they got who a lot has, of food. Who has 200 different items at a baseball stadium? <laughs> but their primary concern was was peanuts. The Yard Goats held two peanut-free games in 2018, before which the stadium was thoroughly cleaned in preparation for fans with allergies, and they got tremendous feedback from that. So they decided they were going to eliminate peanuts and Cracker Jacks from the ballpark from now on. Hmm. Now, is that an overreaction to the... Fewer than two percent of people in America who have peanut allergies, or is that does that make sense to you guys that you would deprive the other ninety eight percent of a baseball staple because of those few people who I, might not be able to attend otherwise? I think the problem is the extreme issue they have with it, which is death. Yeah, it's not just like oh, I just got uh, peanuts around me, and now I have to go out and just wait wait it out for a few minutes. Right, mm. but they it's could not die. Like but it's not. We're not talking about a train station, someplace that they may have to go. They can certainly choose to not go to a minor league baseball game. Yeah, but I mean, I, are there other teams that these people in Hartford can go see? I mean, it would be the only baseball game in town. They have no hockey team now. Like Plus, it's, it's the only sports. I don't know if you guys know who their mascots are, which is a huge draw. It's, oh, yeah, Chompers and Choo Choo. So you're <laughs> the yard goats. You're denying Chompers and Choo Choo love. Which They're just is, two yard goats. I don't know. It's just Chompers and Choo Choo. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, look, couldn't they ever... have? A, couldn't they have a, a peanut free section like right field, left field, where think... where it's no, it's not uh, the peanut free pavilion? Yeah. Oh, I think pe- yeah, a peanut can go on through the air. Honestly, I think peanut dust can go through the air. We that's what we hear on a, on an airplane. Is it, you know somebody could be sitting forty rows away and still have a reaction to somebody eating peanuts on a plane. But I guess if if I had heard of instances happening at baseball games since peanuts are so you know prevalent there, yeah, I guess yeah. If I was hearing that a bunch of people's throats were closing and they had to use their EpiPen and blah 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 at a baseball game, I'd be like ban that. But I don't think I've ever heard it. I haven't either. I, <laughs> I say beat it, kids. I'm sorry, I just do. I think I, it's I'm, not their fault. It's not their fault, but they again, not everything has to be for everybody. This isn't. This isn't. We're not going to put in ramps because we don't want people from wheelchairs to be able to come. But to you games. also think that <laughs> that's a different topic. Let's yeah, not get not sidetracked. Like this is up. fewer fewer than two percent of people have peanut allergies. So how many people total can that be in the fan base area for the Hartford Yard Goats? I'm out. It's probably about I don't six. Know. The Yard Goats have gone so far as to even purge Peanuts and Cracker Jacks from their rendition of Take Me Out to the okay, Ball Game. Okay, this place. I am done. Good Played night. during the seventh inning stretch. Buy me some sushi and quinoa. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, Jensen, you'll be happy to know, they are holding a contest for fans to submit lyrics to replace those world- words. Some suggestions already include hot dogs and ice cold brew, mm-hmm. Dunkin' and Tasty Stacks. Okay. 
hits and home runs. Which is not a not a good rhyme at all. I like, no, buy not. me some sensitivity training. <laughs> also good. So anyway, as you can imagine, it is quite controversial from people who are like, "Look, that's half the fun of going to a baseball game is being able to enjoy a big bag of hot nuts." And let's be honest, Bean. Uh, if that was half the fun, Kevin would be right. Baseball blows. <laughs> <laughs> it's more than half the fun. Uh, you're saying, right? In case you're wondering, uh, Peanuts and Cracker Jack were two of the Argo's most popular snack items, but the team expects fans will simply purchase other snacks instead of holding out for peanut products. So Kids we'll are see- stupid. Well, that's true. We'll see what happens. The team is still discussing banning other foods as well. Yes. So Listen. No food, no drinks. Right? <laughs> Sounds great. They do have a very cute logo. It's just of a goat eating a stick. Well, he can't eat that stick anymore because someone's going to be allergic to stick. <laughs> right. This is By the insane. Way. I mean, I'm allergic to ice cream. Right. Will it kill me? I got news for you. Sometimes it feels like it will. Right, but it's not going to. Might. Uh, but We don't know. Not the same. You want to we- test it? It sounds like a good bit for the show. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> let, me close, let me close with this thought, by the way. We just saw that awful story about, uh, it was just released last week, about that woman who got hit in the head and killed by a baseball at Dodger Stadium yep. last season. Yeah. Okay? yeah. Right. So maybe we should eliminate baseball from baseball games. Oh, yeah. that's uh, the best. Let's be- eliminate the sport. Because Everybody wins. That's dangerous and kills people. But I don't know, the yard, the yard goats still seem to be playing baseball there, even though that kills as many people probably as peanut allergies at baseball games. Well, chompers and choo-choo will Well, we do, right. we do have to keep them in mind. We don't want them to lose their jobs. Oh, they're like big goats. I see them now. I what did you think they were? <laughs> no, I thought they were real goats. <laughs> like, they really? just have, yeah. <laughs> but they're big. Some teams big do that, goats. sure. Yeah. They're very cute. Guys, we should keep this team around. They're great. <laughs> and how would <laughs> turn should, around? How should we do that? Uh, Keen wants sushi. It's okay. obvious. Yeah. Right. Well, Kevin's already boycotting them. He's already decided right? he's not going. I'm never so. going to a game that they play in. I guess it's up to us to keep them going. Very cute. All right, let's talk about today's Kevin Bean show, shall we? Thanks a lot, Dick. Way to go. Something called rage yoga. Yeah. That doesn't seem great. Or does it? Or does it? Doesn't seem like yoga, I'll tell you that. It's not my understanding of how yoga is supposed to calm you. (laughs) So uh, we also have uh, Get Up on This with Jensen, like Mm -hmm. we do on Thursdays. We have Cheers with Beer Mug. Oh, it's a gooder. Talking Valentine's Day. It's a gooder. Uh, comedian Louis Anderson Aww. on the show today. Love him so much. And Dr. Drew will also join us today. We will take a break and come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Allie, is here. Time for a first look at what's happening here on this Valentine's Day Thursday. Well, a lot of people, you know, a little bum today. They don't have a Valentine. They're feeling kind of lonely. Well, you shouldn't feel that bad if you weren't swindled this year. I'm sorry? I mean, feel pretty good about yourself if you weren't swindled, like a lot of people were. Here's the thing. What does that mean? The Federal Trade Commission warns that there were more than 21,000 reports of people getting swindled by Internet, quote, lovers in 2018. Mm. They had their hearts broken and their bank accounts emptied. In total, about $143 million was lost, and that's more than any other type of consumer fraud that the FTC wow. identified last year. So these are people pretending to be in a relationship with somebody and getting them, talking them into sending them money? Maybe? Absolutely. Absolutely. The median amount people lost in 2018 was about 2600 and here's the sad part. That number spiked to over $10,000 for victims aged 70 plus. That is so, so sad to me. The olds. The olds, they don't know. 
they got they oh. do fall for this more than most absolutely they don't know what's going on and they're just kind and they think oh somebody needs money and a lot of older people fa- have fallen for the that internet uh email scam where it's their grandson is in london oh my god i need you to send me this money blah 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 and they just think oh my god my grandson needs money right now i gotta do it it's very sad mm. yeah my said uh my in my grandfather in law, he got a phone call that mm-hmm. said that someone was in jail in the family. Oh man! Yeah, it's rough. You said my, yeah. I mean, I sent him a million dollars. No, him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got involved too. I heard of an old who got uh, fleeced for forty bucks for some bogus oil change story. You've got to move on from that. That guy was the dumbest guy ever. Honestly, at least How you're below. You... At least you're below the median. <laughs> right. At least I only lost forty bucks. Yeah. Oh, I mean, uh, the guy, the old that I heard about. Yeah, 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 yeah. uh, Kevin's right, though. It's it's time. It's time, time to, to let move that on. Go. I'll yeah. never. I'm telling you, what did I say at the time? The next day, I came out and I said the last words out of my mouth on my. <laughs> Death better to be. Where's the guy with my mother and 40 bucks? This is are wasting your life with that. This is his kill bill. It is. I'm telling you. I'll never Uh, let it go. It might be best if you just let it go. Okay. But revenge is going to be so sweet when I find that. You're never going to find that guy. You don't know, man. I do. I'm never going to stop looking. I'm telling you, I I prowl the streets like Batman every night looking for this guy. (laughs) That would be amazing. It's a better comparison than saying Liam Neeson. (laughs) Right. I did think, should I include it, that I'm carrying a lead pipe? No, I'm not. I'm not carrying a lead pipe. Oh, dear. So on Tuesday night right here in L.A. at the Microsoft Theater, some serious Motowning went down, you guys. Stevie Wonder up there jamming on a harmonica. John Legend crooning. You got Ciara on stage dancing. All right. And you may be thinking, well, why are you telling us about Motown 60, a Grammy celebration? Well, I'm telling you because it's going to be on CBS on April 21st. It's a tribute hosted by Smokey Robinson and Cedric the Entertainer. And they're from Canada. No. No. No, no, no. no. Uh, Neo did the Jackson 5's I'll Be There. John Legend covered Marvin Gaye's Mercy Me. Ciara sported a Rick James-style braided wig with beads during her rendition of Give It To Me Baby. You've got Diana Ross performing. Um, uh, I don't hear J-Lo. J-Lo is not in this. Well, then it's not yeah. Motown. So. Okay. Right? True, true. Good point. Uh, a Woman of Motown medley with Megan Trainer, Fantasia, uh, Chloe and Haley, Tori Kelly, Martha Reeves, Thelma Houston. Okay. Wow. The I monkeys. am in. Not the, the monkeys. monkeys. No, no, they not are the not going to be there. And I think there's only two left. Yeah. Yeah, they won't be there. Uh, again, April 21st on CBS. It's Motown 60, a Grammy celebration. Ooh. Yeah, you're into it. Very happy. Guys, it's not bad when you're Billie Eilish and you get the stamp of approval from someone like, oh, Dave Grohl, right? Yeah. That's pretty rad. So the Foo Fright, Foo what? Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. That's our Halloween cover band. That would be a real great (laughs) Halloween show. There goes my zombies. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I take it back. It would be the worst show, but the best. Uh, So uh, he was on stage with Live Nation CEO Michael Michael Rapino for one-on-one discussion. And then the topic came up about their 2018 Rookie of the Year. And he said... My daughters are obsessed with Billie Eilish. The same thing is happening with her that happened with Nirvana in 1991. People say, is rock dead? When I look at someone like Billie Eilish, rock and roll is not close to dead. Which made me go, ah, Billie Eilish, rock and roll? I am going to agree with Mr. Grohl on this one. 
I mean, rock and roll has a very wide definition. If you don't believe that, take a look at who's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. right? It's everybody from balladeers to rappers, okay? So there, it's the, rock and roll is a spirit. And I'm telling you that when you listen to the Spotify New Music Friday playlist, mm-hmm. and almost every song on there sounds like it was written by the same people, produced by the same people, and sung by the same people. And then a Billie Eilish song comes up and you go, there's somebody doing something different mm-hmm. with an energy and with an excitement and with a point of view that is her own. Yes. I agree with Dave Grohl completely. She is... She is Something very different than what's going on in most of particularly pop music. I, 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 I think so. Calm down. <laughs> I, that's, that's, that's not and what I'm, I'm saying. Very illegal. I agree with Oldie. Child. Or old. <laughs> Which one was it? Old. <laughs> the old. I really do. I think she's the most exciting uh, new artist in the world right I now. Agree I agree 100%. Agree. I think it was just the rock and roll is not close to dead. I was like, rock and roll. Okay. But you you think that rock and roll is all of that and yeah. mostly a spirit. It's a spirit, yeah. Okay. And, I, and I and I watched her. Um, I watched her performance from that festival in uh, Germany where she performed uh, um, "Bury a Friend" for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, that crowd was going crazy oh, for that. She makes there was, people go nuts. There was so much energy. Yeah, that song I mean, rules. It looked like a rock and roll show. I guess is what I'm saying. Songs a bop. Oh no, that song is a bop. Yeah. I've already I've already certified it here. Yeah, yeah. definitely. All right, then uh, you're all on board with Dave Grohl. Stamp of approval, Billie Eilish. Look, so get, it is written. If you get Dave Grohl's, you know, approval, that's you're good. You're, right. You're done. If Dave Grohl was like, that's a mighty good tortilla lady, right. I'd be like, I am now the tortilla lady. That's all I do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know why I said tortilla. That's definitely not a bad example, is it? It's not great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Some birthdays for you. We've got actress Meg Tilly. Singer from Matchbox 20, Rob Thomas. Okay. Simon Pegg. Love. <gasps> Love him so much. Actor Freddie Highmore. Teller from Penn and Teller. He's the one that doesn't talk much. Right. Okay. And Pat O'Brien. We got to have some oh, Pat boy. O'Brien drops. Oh, we'll find some. Okay. <laughs> and that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Allie came across something yesterday that uh, sounds too good to be true. What's going on? So we all know there's different kinds of yoga, right? You've got the Bikram yoga. You've got the hot yoga. Recently, that goat yoga was kind of a big deal. My wife is is currently doing uh, pregnancy yoga. Oh, Oh, yeah. That's that's real big. Absolutely. But a lot of times when you think of yoga, you think of, you know, serenity. You're channeling your inner zen, correct? Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. You don't often think of this. Tension in your head, your neck, your jaw, everything. Let it go. Yeah, let it effing go. Love People it. <laughs> yelling out expletives because this is called rage yoga, you guys. Rage. Rage yoga. yoga. I'm gonna let a woman named Ashley Dusich explain. We're all angry about something, and we all have been holding on to an F-bomb for a little bit too long. Yeah. So that's what this does. It allows you to have a safe space to let go of your anger and frustration and rage in a healthy way. And if you're thinking, listen, this can't be real yoga. The official Rage Yoga website says that instructors have completed a certification program and have a minimum of 200 hours of yoga instructor certification. Here's why I love this class. They're told to just let things out. Anything you're mad at, just yell it out. My favorite that I heard, 
All I asked was for you to do the dishes. <laughs> is something yelled during rage yoga? Uh, you know what's funny is that that technically might help. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. You get crazy. it out, you're stretching, you feel good after. And by feel good after, well, that's when the beer is. Oh, I'm sorry. You get to have cold beer. beer. You can also take beer breaks during this. Okay. Like if you're just yelling about something, you're like, ooh, a little parched, grab a beer. This is my (laughs) kind of exercise. This is amazing. I am so into that. But maybe you're one of those people that uh, wants to try out yoga unencumbered by societal norms. Just really get back to your primal nakedness. And for you, that's naked yoga. And sure. Could you do it in the comfort of your own home, Mm -hmm. naked, just all by yourself? Tons of instructional videos. Absolutely, you can do that. But wouldn't it be more fun to take group classes that are co-ed? Hello. Hello. It depends on where you sit in the class. Yeah, yeah. Uh, If you're curious, uh, there are locations here in L.A. Go to nakedyoga-la.com. There's private one-on-one classes if you just want to start slow. There's also workshops and then, of course, the group classes, which are co-ed. They take place in Venice at a place called the Love Dome. 25 bucks. You must pre-register and prepay because, as you can imagine, these classes do fill up. However, they uh, they need you to bring your own yoga mat. Uh-huh. Sure, of course. Because sure. really, I don't want the one that somebody no, just used. No, you do not. Uh, <laughs> hey, also bring a towel oh. to wipe away any anything left Thing. over mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh, that might be there. And just, you know, some hydration as well. And in case you're wondering, well, do I have to be totally naked? Up to you. They said a lot of people start out the class as fully dressed. And then by the end of it, buck. Naked. That uh, co-ed mm-hmm. has to be ninety nine percent sausage. I would think. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I would. I just know think. if I pay for that class and everybody's not naked, right? It turns into rage yoga. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I know. I love it. Well, this got us thinking about all the different kinds of yoga that maybe. Nobody has even thought about yeah. that's going on right underneath our noses. We had no idea. What do you have, Jensen? I found laughter yoga. Oh. This what? This is a real thing. Yeah, it's exactly what it sounds like. It started in Mumbai with just five people in the mid-90s, and it's now spread across 50 countries. Whoa. Uh, and without trying to sound too judgmental, I think it is very stupid. Uh, basically, <laughs> it has very little to do with yoga outside of some simple arm stretching and like walking around. It's just people kind of moving around. Uh, these are clubs where people meet up and basically on the count of three, just start fake laughing. What? Yeah, very loudly. Very, <laughs> like, whoa! Very, it's like their therapy because they say that your body doesn't know the difference between real laughing and fake laughing. I guess, It is scientific because I've seen interviews with doctors and stuff saying it. Is that accurate, really, medically? It, that's what they said in these huh. interviews I watched. And so basically these people go in there and they make faces and pantomime and all while breathing, dancing, and clapping. And the thing is they just scream laugh. And they're usually there for some sort of trauma that they can't laugh about, right? So like people go, it's like therapy, mm. but done through yoga. And so let's listen to one class This is the craziest clip I've ever found on the internet, just so you know. Let's listen to one class where the participants introduce themselves and explain why they're there. Then they have a positive mantra that they uh, they repeat. My name is Gita. (laughs) (laughs) And I was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. (laughs) 
understand what she said. <laughs> wow. I'm in. I know that. Wow. Then the, I swear to God, the next one is, you know, says their name and then says, and I recently was diagnosed with breast cancer, and then everyone laughs oh, again. Oh, my God. And then they chant very good. Very yeah. good. Oh, sweet Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Um, February 14th. The hottest Thursday of the year. It's a whole day about sex, romance, and sexy romance. So happy happy Valentine's Day. Sexy romance, you guys. Yeah. We haven't talked about it yet this year, but I was just wondering if mixtapes are at all a part of your Valentine's night plans. Jensen, you seem like the kind of guy who would put together a playlist for his lady. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like Spotify does it pretty well for me if I just type in what I want it to be nowadays. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'll, I'll put, yeah, I'll put love into the, the search. Oh. Sure. Allie, have, uh, has there ever been, have you ever swooned over a young man uh, presenting a mixtape to you? Many times, yeah. Oh, is that right? I think that that really says something. It's very personal. Absolutely. And and it it can be effective. And I was thinking about this yesterday because I saw a list that was published by uh, thenot.com, which, as you know, is probably the most popular uh, wedding site in America. It featured my my wedding. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, they were doing a list of the best love songs of all time per category. And I was really surprised. And I think a lot of people get stuck in when they start thinking about love songs. They get stuck in. I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. They get stuck in Stand By Me. Yeah, there's the top five or whatever. Yeah, Unchained Melody, When a Man Loves a Woman, Your Song by Elton John. And I think, I guess the reason I'm here today is I'm telling you, gentlemen, that it is time to upgrade your mixtape game. Okay. So I pulled a few songs that are kind of in the rock and indie world here that if you're not putting these songs on your mixtape, you're not doing it right. Okay. And, Allie, I want to run these by you okay. and see if you agree. All right. Uh, you know, get the uh, the moist meter going, and you tell me if I... these songs are going to be effective or not on a mixtape. So I, I just... never need to hear that again. <laughs> I, just, I just have a handful here, but you tell me if you uh, agree or disagree. If you're a young man out there thinking about putting some work in on a mixtape for, for tonight, do you go? with Bright Eyes' first day of my so life. I thought I'd let you know Yeah, these things take forever I especially am slow But I realized that I need you And I wondered if I could come home is that the right sexy vibe for Valentine's Day? It's not, but I love that song. But yeah, that's really? not getting me in the mood at all. If you want the date to end with slit wrists. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's too, like, too sad, okay. Yeah, if you're too making sad. appetizers, you could play that. 
Okay, good. Yeah. Because I, yeah, I have noticed that a lot of people are playing that at their weddings and receptions lately. First but day of my he life. Say, I, I wish, I hope it's okay if I come home. Yeah, it's. it's that seems like the okay. Song well, takes some turns. Okay. This is what. This yeah. is why I went to Alley because right. we're refining the list here. Mm-hmm. All right, here's the one that's up next. I think this one does it. You tell me if I'm wrong. No love, no glory. No hero in her sky I can't take my eyes off of you This is the classic Damien Rice song? Sure. Listen to this. Never heard it. Listen to this. Okay. I can't take my eyes off of you Now, don't the ladies melt when they hear that combination of that guy's voice and the violins? Yay or nay? Uh, yeah, I hear any sort of string instrument, be it a viola or a cello, mm-hmm. and I'm ready. That's all it takes. I'm telling you. But you, don't think, you don't think that's like a corny, intense, like we're eating and I, and I go, babe, I'm going to go, uh, let me play some music. And it's like, I want to be with you. And I'm just staring at you eye to eye. <laughs> if it's um, Damien Rice singing to right. me, it's different. He's a nice yeah. Irish boy. Yeah. And by the way, the song is called The Blower's Daughter. So I think, you know, there's, <laughs> it definitely has Valentine's Day all over it. All right, how do you feel, Allie, if somebody's making you the mixtape for the mm-hmm. holiday and they include some ladies? Do you, should they all be from men as oh, if it's... Oh, God, h- h- no. Ladies are fine, no, right? No, it should be from my point of view for some of them, sure. All right, well, here's a, a very popular lady song that I think a lot of people love on Valentine's Day. Too many lovers in one lifetime ain't good for you. You treat me like a vision Uh, Miss Feist there with Inside and Out. How do you feel? Never heard that song and don't want to again. <laughs> really? Yes. Huge, I've huge never top heard ten that. song. Kevin? But it's from the girl's Chip? point of view. None so of us if have it's heard of it. The guy putting together yeah, the next tape. You, put it you, go, you just go, I want to play a song that's from uh, something I've been thinking about. And then Jensen, it's just clearly from her. You know the Feist Inside and Out, yeah, right? Love that huge, song. huge hit. I like that All song. Right. All right, lost Alley on that one. I think I'm going to win her back with this one. Lights Jensen just looked over and he's like, why would anyone want that? They fix you. That's awful. That's what I got from your face right yeah, there, right? I just think it's sad and it's not It's not an uplifting song. I like the song, but it's not like, let, let's, let's make love. We all need some fixing. <laughs> and if we're honest with ourselves, that song will fix us. However, I'm more of a scientist girl when it Are comes you? to Coldplay. When it comes to Coldplay? Yeah, but I do. I'm, I'm boning you if you play me that song, for <laughs> I, sure. Which is the point of this yeah. exercise, by the way. I think that song is about... Uh, well, we know what it's really about, which is it was written for Chris Martin's, uh, you know, wife's uh, lost a relative or something like that. But I think what it's about to most people is... Yeah, none of us are perfect, but I am going to be here to help you in any way that I can. That's my read, is I'm here to fix whatever you need. But also you know what I mean? you're broken as hell. And right. also you're broken right, as hell. Right, right. All right, we just got time for a couple more here, talking about Valentine's Day mixtape. Bean, I'm just going to ask you right now. Sure. If this list doesn't include, I'm sorry, Shimmy Shimmy Ya, this is not a list. <laughs> that was my problem with mixtapes. I don't think women wanted to hear my Grave Digger song. <laughs> oh, see, I want to hear, oh, baby, I like it raw. Yeah. No? Well, this okay. is... 
This is more of the uh, the the romance. Oh, part, got it, got it. Not the warm up. Okay. Part. All right, couple more. Is this one too Grey's Anatomyed out to be effective anymore, or does the sentiment still come through from Snow Patrol? If I just lay here, would you lie with me and just forget the world? How about that? Does that work at all? It, it doesn't. Is that a don't stop till the panties drop? No. Did you say it doesn't? It doesn't, but I'll tell you this. I do not turn that song off when I hear it. Mm-hmm. No matter what. Okay, but it's not romantic. But it's not a ro- No, I, I okay. immediately think of Grey's Anatomy. And I don't want to think about okay. doctors I can't have. <laughs> too much, uh, too much association. That's yeah. the problem with the song that gets right. uh, okay. Um, all right, that, that's the last one I have for here. But Jensen, you tell me that you've also given the same topic some thought, and yeah. you have a a surefire Valentine's Day killer. Yeah, uh, mine is uh, basically something that uh, my wife, my wife and I both love, and I think that other people, if you play it, you'll get into. So this mm-hmm. is from my mixtape. How many shrimps do you have to eat before you make your skin turn pink? Eat too much and you'll get sick. Shrimps are pretty rich. Yeah, on the beat drop. Imagine, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I see what I see what I did wrong on yeah. my songs. You and your lady. Yeah. Eat the shrimp. Ali, you uh, you all primed? I I got it. Go to the bathroom. <laughs> Get the bubble bath ready. Happy Valentine's. <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. Thursday means Jensen and get up on this. Get up, get on up. 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 On this. It is my service to weekly get you up on something that I think that you should know about. Something that I think doesn't necessarily have all the attention it deserves. Mm -hmm. And I am so excited. But let me set the mood a little better here uh, for what we're getting into. All right. It's wrestling time, guys. Uh, I am so thrilled to get you up on a local wrestling event. Okay. That I think should have not only like a full house, but like a line around the block. Okay. I have a guest here. This week next to me. This isn't uh, Beer Mug or Omar in case (laughs) any of you had bad vision issues. This is wrestler Joey Ryan, uh, who is here to talk to us about bar wrestling. Is this what we saw? No. This is... In Atlanta? We... Okay, so Joey, so you're knowing into it. I forced Kevin to go to an actual bar in Atlanta where people wrestled without a ring, and we almost got punched in the face numerous times. And it was one of the best things I've ever seen. Similar to an extent... But this is bar wrestling that started uh, in 2017, around June, in Baldwin Park. There is a full bar, hence the name. Okay. But there is also a ring in there, correct? Uh, yes, as opposed to the... Yes. Uh, you know, I was actually on the, the Atlanta show the next day. That's right. I, oh. I, I was on the next day with, I, with, I, a, with a ring. Well, as you know, K-Rock had no budget for us to stay. So uh, <laughs> I'm sorry that we were unable to come. Joey, we literally went to Atlanta and had to come home before the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> they did not offer us tickets nor a hotel. Uh, we thought about sleeping outside. But for starters, there's no fancy pyro at bar wrestling, right? right? There's no backstage vignettes. There's no true kind of drama unless, unless you see it. As every, like, match is full of its own drama. There's right. a, There's usually a good guy and a bad guy, and that's where it lives just that day in the ring. So what? what explain to people wh- uh, how this came up. 
So um, I wrestled quite frequently in Japan, and I went to and I wrestled on a show called Tavern Wrestling, which was the theme was you know uh, cheap tickets, cheap drinks, uh, and everyone you know like a party with a wrestling ring um, and matches, and it was the most fun show I've done in Japan. Um, because the Japanese audience is a little bit conditioned differently and they're a little bit more respectful. They're a little bit more quiet and reserved than like an American audience. That doesn't and, sound good. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the, because they treat it more like a sport than oh, entertainment okay. there. So mm -hmm. they, they, they're, you know, and, but this tavern wrestling was the most like an American audience I was there. They were just, you know, Japanese fans were drunk. They were yelling. They're, you know, it's a big party. And I was like, I need to bring this. <sighs> I need to steal this idea. Sure. Like, but yeah, I need we to, know all about that. Yeah. I need to stand on the shoulders of giants yes. and steal this idea yeah. um, and bring it to America. So, you know, I, I, you know, looked into a few places that I knew held wrestling before. I found the Baldwin Park venue. Um, and, you know, we just, I just talked to them and they were, they were cool with it and they wanted to do it. Um, and what makes it different than you would say the WWE Raw that people see on like Monday nights? Well, like you mentioned, there's no storylines. It's, mm -hmm. it's it's it is really like a party with like oh by the way there's wrestling also at you know with you're hanging out your friends you're drinking very oh. close to you too yeah. yes. like you have great vision of seeing the fight in the ring right there's no barricades right. everyone's all the way up to the ring mm -hmm. um, and so and there's no you don't have to go home and you know process a storyline you don't have to go home you have to think about these characters. On your off days, or, or you know, if you miss an if you miss a show, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, you, you can just bring someone on one night. Yeah, you don't you don't have to like follow along with the it, characters. It is. I'm telling you, it is for casual fans more than anything. Like mm -hmm. it's basically a night you could take all your friends or even any like any significant other that isn't into wrestling. They would be into this specific. Have event. a drink or ten, and then <laughs> yeah. and then you're ready. Um, how about the uh, how about the rules, Joey? Are there what are the rules you can things you can and can't do in the ring? Um, I mean, that's really up to interpretation. Like, there's no... <laughs> that's a terrible answer. I mean, I can I it. kick you in the nuts? Uh, well, I mean, as a, as a fan, you don't want to, you know, want to engage in, in, in the wrestling. Um, but you <laughs> know what? You, rule, don't get involved. But, but you know what, though? Like, like, the fans are really right up to the ring, so... Um, and but they're fans that that know and have been to one or two uh, are conditioned to know that sometimes the action does spill outside and they kind of part ways, like parting of the seed. Right. But I'm asking what the, the rules are for you, the wrestlers. Like, what can you can you and can you not do to your opponent? Um, well, there's really none. Um, okay, there you go. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. Right. The referees are sort of just accoutrement. They're, yeah, they're the, just there for the looks. The rest, yeah, the referees are there to uh, to. I guess count the count the pinfall at the end, but yeah. there's not much like at a WWE show. You know they have like countouts and disqualifications, and you can't use weapons. And the, you know at, at these shows, Lame. right? Yeah. At, at these <laughs> but this shows, isn't like backyard greater no, blood. No, 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 no. no. There's I don't not, want there's, people to no, think that nobody's nobody's bleeding. No. Um, nobody's you know dying. Nobody's getting breaking limbs or anything and like the, that. The crowds are bonkers. They're like one of the most engaged wrestling audiences I've ever seen because everyone's having such a good time, and you never know who's going to show up. Like comedy is such a big part of bar wrestling. Like mm -hmm. kind of the together laughing, and one time you guys had Macaulay Culkin come out. What? Yeah. Macaulay Culkin's a big wrestling fan, and he came out to a show, and uh, and I actually pitched some ideas to like. So we have a mutual friend, and the friend contacted me and said, "Hey, Macaulay Culkin's in town. He wants to come to the show. Is that sure, okay?" Sure, sure. Yeah. We all get that email, <laughs> right? Yeah, let's 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 bring him on. And then like the day of the show, I was I talked I talked to my friend. I said, "Hey, ask him if he wants to do anything on the show." And and he did, and he was he was cool with it. And, it was, and he basically did home alone pranks, right? Because it was a December show, so it was yeah. a, it was a Christmas theme, it was a Christmas <laughs> Christmas theme show, anyways. Yeah. And so we had uh, we had like a, the bad guys come out the beginning, and they like you know talk 
trash on the audience and mm-hmm. then oh look Kevin McAllister's here and they talk trash on Home Alone <laughs> and awesome. and then when they wrestled in the in the show later on that night you know he did the thing where he th- threw like a bucket of marbles and the bad guys <laughs> ran and slipped <laughs> and then, you know and he got on the top rope and swung a bucket down and the bucket hit the bag you know like <laughs> and, and just, it's, it's, I'm telling you it's almost like a comedy show with this inc- kind yeah this kind of stuff that you say is not for heart necessarily it's not for at hardcore all. fans no you don't. Doesn't matter. Here's my question. I demand a wrestler has a signature move, like Rikishi. I love me a stink face. (laughs) Right. Do you have a wrestling move that's your signature, and does it involve your penis? Uh, Well, uh, (laughs) my reputation precedes itself. Yes, yes, and that was another thing that happened, uh, developed in Japan. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I do have the world's strongest penis, and and it does. And it does. Way to bury the lead, Joey. (laughs) Right. And it does, uh, and it does. I do use it as a weapon, and it mm-hmm. can uh, flip my opponents or suplex my opponents. So if somebody grabs your junk, they are flipped in the air. Uh, yes, they be. They, that wow. is just bad a, news a, for them. That a, is an insane there's mag, penis. There's a magnetic pull that they yeah. can't. They cannot let go. As yeah. you can see, it's all canon. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's all very serious. Everything has to be physically correct to be I in bar love wrestling. It. Okay. Uh, and he went viral with that. And you have mm-hmm. a sponsor now, right? I did, I did get sponsored by youporn.com. Amazing. <laughs> um, uh, big yeah. time. Uh, there's wow. a two-night event. It's called Three's Company. It's February 20th at the Bootleg Theater in Hollywood and the 21st at the American Legion Hall in Baldwin Park. It's 12 teams over two nights. It's intergender, women and men <laughs> wrestling each other. Here's my, a couple of my favorite parts of it. One, our friend Joey, Kevin and Bean's uh, resident wrestler, is teaming up with a guy named Zach Gowen and another guy named Gregory Iron, they're called the handicapped superheroes because Zach Gowen has a prosthetic leg and Gregory Iron has CP, cerebral palsy. What do you have? What is happening? Uh, nothing. Uh, he has a penis. I have a, I have a super, super right. That is a handicap. Power. Yeah. I can understand. Uh, there's a team called the Body Guys. There's a team called Land of the Lost that includes Jungle Boy, who coincidentally is Luke Perry's son. <laughs> also, also a team called Sex Violence, another one called Two Butchers the Blade. That involves Andy Williams from the band Every Time I Die, which some K-Rock fans may know. Uh, another team called Heart Eyes Emoji. So it's basically 12 three-man or woman teams. Right, trios. Trios. Yeah. That's wow. a good, better word for it. You should do radio. <laughs> and so they basically are wrestling each other. Then over the two nights, it's a tournament? Yeah, so the the first uh, the first night will be six opening round matches mm-hmm. uh, where the teams, you know, each, each single elimination... And night two will be the semifinals and the finals, which will be a three-team match, hence the theme of the trios and the three's company. company. Yeah. Right. We're out of time, guys. Two quick things real quick. First of all... Take my money now! And second of all, where can people go? What's the simplest way people can go to get more information or to buy tickets? Uh, social media, at Bar Wrestling on Twitter and Instagram, um, and at Bar Wrestling LA on Facebook. Um I, again, I didn't. I, I don't have a website. No, that's very cool. It's a, it's a, pa- it's a passing fad. Yeah, I hear. obviously. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Websites um, are for pussies. It's twenty five dollars yeah. online, so get them online. But it's forty at the door. And guys, I'm telling you, bar <laughs> wrestling is a very fun time. Go out there and do it if you're in L. A. And also, that was my get up on this. Get up, get on up on this. Get up. The Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. 106 points. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's, happy Valentine's, happy Valentine's, happy Valentine's Day. To <laughs> He's not done? You. 
Big finish. So, Kevin, you're telling me that we're offering that as a free download for somebody to give to their significant other for Valentine's Day. Yeah, the first time we played that, a listener tweeted and said, hey, we need a downloadable version of that so I can mm-hmm. make it my ringtone. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> very concerned for that person. So where does one go for the Armenian Comedian Magic? Um, you could go to my Twitter, at the Kevin Ryder with a Y. It's, uh, I put it up last night. And it's you can download it from that link on SoundCloud. Nice. Okay. Do we have a Do we have a SoundCloud page as well? Yes, that's where it comes from. Yeah, I think. Fantastic. So. All right. So happy Valentine's Day from the Armenian comedian. And I'd like to point out, not having him on to give love advice today. Right. So we're doing you a favor. <laughs> Speaking of Valentine's Day, hey, Bear Mug. Hey, you guys. How you doing? Happy VD. What? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Let's I talk cheers. You have something special for us. Yeah, absolutely. I went to my local watering hole, as I usually do every week, uh, almost every week when I try to get out. Um, and I interviewed the people there about their thoughts on Valentine's Day and the history, uh, how their Valentine's Days have been, what presents they received. Can it, I ask you a question? Yeah. Most of the people there are single? Yes. <laughs> well, they're in a bar yeah. every night. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And it, it might have not been the most positive sample size that I took uh-huh. about the holiday, but we're going to find out what they thought of the lovely holiday of Valentine's Day in this edition of Cheers with Beer Mug. Beer Mug, he wants to go where everybody knows his name. Yeah. Asking questions with no shame. What are you, what are you? <laughs> He's already drunk as a skunk, but people are glad he came. Oh. Beer Mug wants to go where everyone knows his name. Wow. Now, mugs sometimes will drink. Sometimes. Along with the people that are there. Yeah. Well, when in when in Rome. Right. Most of the time, as the night goes on, he gets more drunk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mug starts out drunk. Yeah. Which I love about him in this one. All right. Going to do, uh, do the rounds. Uh, it's going to be hard to ask the Valentine's Day question, being that there's mostly all sausages in here. What? What kind of? What? Why did I sound like, like that? You're from Chicago. <laughs> but I'm gonna try to make it work because I'm already pretty buzzed. You know, Valentine's Day was created by the corporations, man. I mean, like, who needs a greeting card to tell someone how much they love them? Like, just appreciate the person every day, and like, don't take the little things for granted. Valentine's Day, but you still gotta get your girl some. What do you think of Valentine's Day as a holiday overall? Do you think it's an important day of expressing love and gratitude to a significant other? Absolutely not. What? Why? I think it's a Hallmark holiday. What do you think of Valentine's Day? Hold on, let me take that again. What do you think? What? What do you? What do you think of Valentine's Day as a holiday? I think you should not cut the flowers, save the candy because you're gonna get her fat, and then you're gonna give her a gift like I got one year. A book. What it was the name of Beyond Cellulite. You got a Beyonce book? No, Beyond Cellulite. Oh, oh, <laughs> Beyond Cellulite. What would your candy heart say? Be mine. Be my Frankenstein. Are we doing whoa. a variation of Alice Cooper's Feed My Frankenstein there? I, I think so. I think I was doing I don't think he knew. <laughs> you are loaded. Yeah. Be my Frankenstein and the rest will follow. That's right. <laughs>
Oh, that was a good one. D-Train, what do you think of Valentine's Day? Oh, I think it's, it's a great, fantastic, wonderful world being when you're lost in the misery of the, the kindness of this, this so-called valley. But, you know, all Grady's will bring you up. All you can be, it's like wearing an S around your chest. You're like Superman. Yeah. We're just feeling good. It's back here, back in 2019, giving it up. Beer mug right here. We living exciting. So what do you what do you think of Valentine's Day? Well, you know, it's just another day. <laughs> I think it's a made up, up, stupid holiday, and that I should be treated well every day of the year. Whoa! That's and, what I think. And what's the best Valentine's Day gift you've ever received? Somebody that left. <laughs> the man that I would love <laughs> to be my Valentine, Monty. How the hell have you been, my man? My brother, I've been all right. <laughs> Don't let me down. I love you, bro. Give me your thoughts on Valentine's Day, babe. Oh, man. I, I think Valentine's Day is a fantastic day, man. I just make these beautiful flowers for this beautiful Valentine right here. The kind that doesn't die. You just made those napkin flowers for this lovely young lady right here? Absolutely. You are you are a Casanova. I love you. Bonnie, that's why I love you. I love you. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> that is the greatest love story of the 21st century, dear mother buddy. Why don't you guys A, get a room, and B, just get married? I would love to. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Oh. He's already drunk as a skunk, but people are glad he came. Beer mug wants to go where everyone knows his name. Wow. Oh, 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 oh. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. First, though, it is Valentine's Day. We've spent a lot of time talking about various aspects of the holiday today. And uh, as many people pointed out in the Cheers with Beer Mug a few minutes ago, it is a holiday created by Big Hallmark, so don't fall for it. But if you're going to and you're looking for a creative gift, look no further than Jensen Karp's wife, Danielle, (laughs) because she really has hit the sweet spot for Valentine's Day gifts as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. My wife. Uh, She, this is very funny. I was, we share an eBay account Mm -hmm. because that's what you do when you're married, right? Okay. And I noticed that we were watching something. It just was under watching. And the thing that that we were watching as an account together. Okay. Was this. Side-by-side cemetery plots. And I was like, what? Oh, no. And so, 
side-by-side cemetery Somebody's plots. Somebody's planning a murder-suicide. <laughs> <laughs> that is very romantic. <laughs> At least you'll go together. That's true. I mean, I guess if you saw this on Casey Anthony's computer, it would have been an easier arrest. <laughs> uh, all right. Spaces three and four, lot 5036 in the exclusive eternal love section of Forest Lawn, Hollywood Hills. These two plots have been in our family for decades, but the family has left the L.A. area. Current family holds clear title to both plots. I'm the authorized seller on behalf behalf of the family. $15,000. I had no idea that people would sell cemetery plots on eBay. So what I'm saying is she may have bought this or was looking to get something similar for my Valentine's Day gift today. Oh, wow. So I'm wondering. Is that a great gift for you? I Okay, at first I was startled. At first I was like, what is going on? Right. But then I realized Danielle, who we've talked about many times, is not very, like, she likes sitting in silence. She's, this is, it's it's very on brand for her to be like, no, this is where we're going to be silent forever together. That's what she's into. <laughs> That's what she's into. So she's silent. She wants you to be silent. Yes. And, and this she is, can't wait till you're both dead. Right. This is where we'll thrive <laughs> is what she's thinking. So I, at first I was like a little startled by it, but then I started to think about it and sitting with it, if that's the gift today or whatever becomes the gift, I think it's kind of romantic. Well, I will tell you this. I have some personal experience with this. When my dad passed away mm-hmm. and we were all just totally destroyed. Yeah. They w- they are not above. We They said to us, I'm sure you want to get the plot next to you, your dad for your mom, who was with me. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a horrible sell at that time. Yes. Yeah. But maybe now. Well, when- a couple things. One, uh, in this case, you're buying it from an authorized, uh, you know, from someone who has it for a family. You get it at that price. Now, you don't want to hear this because it's quite a bummer. But property values on on like plots go up a lot what over time yeah it's like rent like they like you can get it at a certain price but you still have to so, pay uh, heaven forbid you guys aren't together forever she could sell this in 30 years well that's what these and people make, are a doing. And make a ton of money because yeah. she doesn't want to be buried by you right Right? Yeah, she, I, she hates you at that right? point. She, in Allie's scenario. That's she's gonna, what I'm saying. She should sell it to like a Nazi or something to really get me back. <laughs> no, but it's the thing. Like, I, I feel like at first, as I said, was whoa. And yeah. then now I think it's so, like, I it's such it's a sweet. loving thing. And yeah. it's very positive for our relationship. Yes. She knows we'll be together forever, which I believe. And now well, forever. Well, we all forever. believe it in our first year. <laughs> don't, be a, don't be a dumbass. <laughs> Nobody gets. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Allie, happy Valentine's Day to you. What's going on? Well, thank you, Bean. Uh, gender reveals. We hate them, right? Stop, Stop it. it. Stop it. Well, Amy Schumer isn't really into gender reveals at all, but she does let us know um, what she would be upset with in terms of her unborn child. What I wanted to announce was the baby's gender, um, which... We're so excited to say that we don't care what the gender is. However the baby identifies is fine. Whatever the baby's sexuality is, any way the baby identifies is cool with us, as long as it doesn't identify as a DJ. Because that's heartbreaking. <laughs> that's, that's hurtful. <laughs> I laughed so hard at that. That's hurtful. <laughs> oh. That's fantastic. But the best part is not only A, playing it on the show, but B, that 
DJ Omar Khan had to pull that clip too. So it could be a radio <laughs> DJ, could be somebody that DJs as well, like he does. It's just it's all encompassing, <laughs> and it, it brought me it brought me great joy. Well, especially radio. D- I mean, look, what Omar does is a real skill. The way mm-hmm. he mixes and everything like that. I mean, he's great at what he does. Our job is the lowest form of entertainment. <laughs> you can't. There's wow. nothing lower in entertainment than radio. So Amy Schumer's not wrong. <laughs> wow. I'm I, with that guy. Yeah. I mean, she's referencing, like, fedora wearing. Yeah, she yeah. means the like, DJ Omar Khan's of the world is no, what she means. No, not, she, uh, not Omar specifically, but that genre of DJ. She means, like, Ibiza. Like, yes. she means sure. like yeah. She means, like, the uh, Sunday daytime Vegas party. Right. Yeah. Right. Not Omar. He's a god. He's a legend. No, Omar is amazing. But I'm saying that DJ versus yeah. a DJ on the radio is yeah, what yeah. she was referencing. Right. Jensen is very quick to point out. Oh no, no, not not us radio guys. That's, 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 that's not what you talking about. That's not what she meant. But she did no, mean like. No, we're douchebags for total different reasons. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so you guys, I read this and I thought, oh no, this is bad. This is bad. I don't like it. When you hear this that a petition has been put in place to stop Cardi B from performing at the 2019 Houston Live Shock show and rodeo. Don't you don't you get nervous like, oh no, is it like yeah, is, bitch. is it racist? Like why do they not want her out there? What's it all about? She doesn't know the rodeo world. Well, it turns out um, it's due to the treatment of animals. Hmm. So the petition lists a number of rodeo activities that the petitioner considers abusive to animals. And here's where my second, oh no, came in when I read it. Including an event called the Calf Scramble. I'm like, no, that sounds awful. Oh, wait, calves are set loose and chased by children. Very different than what I was thinking with the calf scramble. But um, they said that Cardi B herself is an animal lover, which is why they're asking for her to stand up for these poor animals and cancel her performance at the rodeo. I'm telling you right now, 2019 Houston Livestock Show, Livestock Show and Rodeo, I would travel to see Cardi B there. (laughs) That sounds fantastic. Seem like a good booking for that. Weird. That's an odd choice. Was Blake Shelton not available? I don't. I don't know. The event is scheduled to take place on March first, so I'll keep you posted. Remember on Monday when I said that Cardi B has uh, deleted her Instagram? She deactivated it because people were mean to her surrounding her Grammy win for Best Rap Album. (laughs) And I said, she'll be back on tomorrow. Uh, She's back. Um, So she was back on yesterday and announced her upcoming single with Bruno Mars. And she wrote, okay, so I'm back from retirement to announce I have a brand (laughs) new song coming out Friday at midnight with Bruno Mars. So not a long stay away. No. Right there. That'll be a good song. Yeah, well. Just letting you know. Yeah, well. You being serious? Yeah. Okay. I like both of them. I do too. Certain people don't, however. They're wrong. Okay. I can hear you guys. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right here. None of this um, makes sense to me, but I think I'm down for it. Warner Brothers is teaming up with DC and Nickelodeon for a crossover film based on Batman... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic book series. What? What? Mm-hmm. It's going to be called Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's nope. uh, the film finding the heroes in a half shell, shrugging off Shredder to square off against a new slew of notable Batman villains. That's it's a terrible be, idea. It's going to be animated, but uh, some of the voices, by the way, Robin and Batgirl will be involved as well. So not just the Ninja Turtles and Batman, but Robin and Batgirl playing Batgirl. 
the voice of Rachel Bloom from Crazy mm. Ex-Girlfriend. All right. Okay. Darren Chris. Sometimes I feel like your head is a little oven that only bakes bad ideas. Darren Chris will play a voice, and uh, Kyle Mooney will have a voice role as that well. That sounds unnecessary. Okay. Well, I'm just wanted to tell you about it hmm. in case you were interested. I hate your idea. Okay. Well, it's not mine. Like I said, it's uh, Warner Brothers, DC, and Nickelodeon that are teaming up. How could you like that idea? It's a terrible idea. It, again, I didn't say I liked it. I'm just nothing about you know. that idea is good. Okay. Sorry about that. So, you guys, Valentine's Valentine's Day today. Uh, You would think a lot of people, at the end of the night, the perfect Valentine's way to end the night, right? Sleep, (laughs) right? (laughs) (laughs) Right after... Sex is, is well. Oh, you know what? I wasn't right. even thinking about that. But yeah. Okay, yeah okay. I see where you're going. Okay. Well, you're fitting into this poll real nicely, Bean, because uh, they polled 2,000 adults and found just 25% say the perfect Valentine's night ends in sex. Only 25% said the perfect night ends in sex. Most men said they'd like to get a drink, a meal, and a little bit of sex, while most women said they'd like to get some takeout and enjoy a little wine. This is real sad. It's this not sad real. because if Valentine's Day is every day at your house, sure. like it is oh, for many go. of us, right. she's still exhausted from the 11th, from the 12th, sure. from the 13th. What's, right. What does she have left for the 14th? Kevin, while you were gone, yes. uh, Bean said something that made all of our ears perk up. Please. When he said, it's just, it's a ridiculous holiday. I mean, we men wind up spending all of the money. That's what this is about. It's about men giving the gifts. And we all went... This is what it stems from. Well, it's not a couple's holiday. That was my point. You never got a gift back. uh, That's what it stems from. He's mad. He never got a gift back. Is that what it is, Bean? That's what it is. No, that's not what it is. Easily, that's what it is. Otherwise, you wouldn't think it's only one way. It wouldn't be such a big deal. I don't care about gifts, honestly. As as you guys know, I don't care about gifts. But But when you say that it's one way, that means you've never had it both ways. Because I'm looking out for my dudes. (laughs) Look, I'm the voice of the voiceless here, you guys. Come on. I'm looking dudes. out for my dudes. I am looking out for my dudes. Okay. All they right. hear me. I don't they think. They know what's up. All nobody right. does. Uh, okay. Some birthdays for you. Freddie Highmore, Simon Pegg, Rob Thomas, Meg Tilly, Teller, and Pat O'Brien. Woo. Great yeah. piece, my man. Thank you very much. You nailed it. Yeah, I usually do. Thank you, man. Nailed it. Really, I appreciate that, Derek. Thanks, my man. Woo. My man. Thank you very much. Thanks, <laughs> He's an outstanding broadcaster. Did you edit that? I did not. Oh, my God. He really said, I usually do. But it's not about the I thanks mean, over and over again? No, it's about his response. No, do the, do it again Play because it again. of the nailed it. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Great yeah. piece, my man. Thank you very much. You nailed it. I usually do. Thank you, man. Nailed it. Really, I appreciate that, Derek. Thanks, my man. <laughs> my man. Thank you very much. Thanks. It's just it's over it's, and over again. It's very insane, but the part where he says, yeah, usually do. I usually do. Like, uh. wow. By the way, having said that, he usually did. He, right. Accurate, but just, you don't really want to hear that, him say it. Not that one night. Yeah. That was that was awesome. Right. That's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. All right, Allie, you got to promise not to weep with joy. I know. I just get so happy. I know. You, you love. You can't help how much you love. It's true. 
Our friend Louis Anderson, you guys. Legendary comedian back on the Kevin and Bean Show right now. He is going to be appearing uh, next Sunday, February 24th at 7 at the Comedy and Magic Club in Hermosa Beach. Tickets are on sale now, comedyandmagicclub.com. Louie, how are you, sir? Good morning. Don't we, ballet? I won't. <laughs> Hi, Louie. And to you Hi, as well. Louie. Hey, I saw, I just, I just saw on your Twitter page that you were in Atlanta, same time as us, over the Super Bowl. Did you oh. go out there because the Rams were in, in the big game or what? Well, <clears throat> FX has been so nice that they provided me uh, with a couple of tickets and, uh, and, so I took my brother. I took my brother to the Super Bowl, uh, and it was his very first football game, believe it or not. Pretty and dull game. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's, I didn't want him to get too excited. I thought, you know. <laughs> In person, uh, I thought the first half was good myself, but uh, it was dull. But I, I, any time that the Rams had a chance to win, I was rooting for him. so. Sure, right. sure. How did the halftime <clears throat> show play to you as a person who was in the stadium? Because we talked a lot after the game about how boring it was for us, the TV viewer. Did it play better in person, Louis? I think so. I mean, you know, like, I thought they were some really good effects in that. You know, um, if you, if you, you know, I think it always plays a certain way, um, those kind of things. I think, for me, I... You know, I thought the highlight of the entertainment was Gladys Knight. I right, mean, yeah. I could not believe that Gladys Knight with that belt. I mean, she crushed it. Yeah, she I, did. I don't yeah. think people. I don't think people realize how hard that is. First yeah. of all, mm-hmm. to do because you you got nothing. You know, you're you're just it's you. You screw up. Yep. On the main, you know, on the big song, and um, and then. I Maroon Five's a good band. Not it's not my band. No. So you know, and then you know, I took my shirt off too when he took his off. And I thought, you have the same cats, I right? I got a really. I thought I got a really good reaction compared to <laughs> you know. I thought people liked him, but they went, "Oh my God, get a picture of that! Look at look at, look at that!" Yes, I have uh, the same tattoo. Uh, sure. But backwards, and um, you, you have know, been so in uh, you've been in show business a very long time, as we know, Louis. Have you ever sung in any of the act that you've done? Yes, yes, really. I do a couple of different little songs um, during my show. Oh, how it's about that? One of that? the things people don't expect. <clears throat> That's I, fantastic. Um, I mean, yeah. What are they? Uh, Anything usable on the radio? Yeah. Come on, baby, let my fire. Oh. <laughs> well, we just sold 100 tickets. <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, here's is- how you do it. Here's how the joke goes. Okay. Um, you don't really taste Krispy Kreme till the third donut. Then you're in a sugar haze. Come on, baby. I'm not tired. Louis is at the uh, Comedy and Magic Club in Hermosa Beach There's next four. Sunday, the 20th. What, huh? There's four to the joke. Oh, I thought that was it. I'm sorry. No, there is, but it was over. Okay. okay. All right. Good. Sorry. <laughs> 
the 24th. How bad uh, did it sound? No, 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 we used to take a buggy down there. You know, if the, horse, if, the horse, if the horse was feeling good, we would clop down and uh, hold on there, up at the drive-through. Um, um, and you know, that was the, you know it was like one of my safe haven things, and we do it a lot of times on Sunday night. You know, it was kind of like I'm, I think I go down to the Comedy Magic Club and. It's just such a it's a very tight, uh, you know, group of people. Really, really well run comedy club. It's kind of like um, I say, like you know, like you had to have a clean act. You know, it's a it's known for that. Okay, and uh, and it's uh, it's almost like a history museum on comedy and magic. When you go in there, I don't know if you guys have been in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was just so much fun. I just killed it down there. And then you would, uh, you, you just couldn't believe how far it was in the traffic. That was the only drag that was Yeah, you got to leave right after this interview to get you down know, there. Mike, <laughs> it, <laughs> you know, Mike, uh, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Come on, baby. <laughs> All right, Louie, I have a question for you, and I don't want to bring up something that I shouldn't. Did you find. Splash, the celebrity dancing show, funny diving uh, show, diving, diving show, show. dancing. No, oh, the the diving uh, show. Loved it. You did okay. Fun. Good because we love it. Here's the thing: when they said it, they uh, my uh, manager at the time brings me this iPad that he carried with to show me stuff that he wasn't sure I'd like. Right, so he could you know have. He goes, "What do you think of this?" And I saw it, and it was the original one done in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. I think that's where it was invented. And uh, all these divers, and there's the host. I go, huh. and then they have that guy on it. And I go, he goes, uh, do you want to do it? I go, yes. I can't wait to do it. I can't wait to. I got to learn how to swim. <laughs> but, <laughs> <it's insane>. <laughs> You know, I didn't really know how to swim. I'll be honest with you. I never was sw- Oh, you swim mean for myself. real you didn't know how to swim? No. Wow. And then uh, and then we did like five or six weeks in the um, over there at the Rose Bowl. The, um, uh, you know, what do they call those things? The Aquatunia, Veratunio. Mm-hmm. Anyways, where the big pool was. Right. And we worked for weeks over there. And uh, I almost drowned. I don't know if you know that. Oh, I, almost, I did not oh, know that. No. That makes it less funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, so... You dive into 17 feet of water. Right. Okay. And you're up. I would think I was up on the five meter at that point. Uh, my big chore was getting up on the five meter, not diving. Oh, I, was I got glad you. Not to, glad not to take the stairs down. Which was the one that you sat on the end of the plank facing away from the water and just sort of fell over backwards? Oh, is that how you looked at it? <laughs> I mean, when's the last time you did a that, backward dive? That was, that was my favorite. Like, that was my favorite. Just sort of, Jesus, the contempt in your voice. Is unbelievable. You're not wrong, Louie. And then he sat on the plank and just kind of uh, 
He left the centrifugal force. He was waiting for a wind to take him. I mean, technically, that's correct. He gave in, gave up, and then fell over. Oh, I love him yes. so much. Ladies and gentlemen, this you know, is why. It's exactly true. It's exactly true. When I see, I saw it recently, and I go, oh, my God, what was, what is that? What are you doing? I watch it once a week. <laughs> we are uh, we're out of time, Louie. We're out of time, but the you have just proven once again in this phone call while you are a comedy legend. What's that? He's singing again. He's singing again. And an Abby winner, Louie Anderson at the Comedy and Magic Club next Sunday, the twenty fourth at seven. Tickets are just twenty five bucks to see the man in person. Comedyandmagicclub.com, eighteen and over. Louie, you're welcome on the Kevin Amin Show anytime. You know that. Thank you for the time today. I love you guys. Thank you. Bye now. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Excited about talking to Dr. Drew right now. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> I found out he's on Cameo. Are you kidding me? I, I, yeah, this is my wife's thing. I'm into it. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Cameo, we talked about it on the show a few weeks ago, right, Jensen? It's the yeah. thing where you put up five bucks, ten bucks, fifty bucks, a hundred bucks, oh, whatever it is. Dr. Drew's celebrity. worth way more than that. Sure, yeah, of course. I, I can't wait to find out what Dr. Drew's charging, but. And they will record a message for you for, you know, for like a birthday party or graduation or something like that. What, what kinds of stuff have people been asking for, doctor? That, that kind of stuff. It's Valentine's Day and birthday parties and, you know, white elephant Valentine's Day parties and whatever. Uh, wedding, wedding, you know, like, like they're going to put a montage together at a wedding. Oh, okay. That's so That's weird. Uh, why, why are people using you to break the news to their significant other that they have an STD or something? That, I mean, you're a doctor, I, for God's sakes. Use you, you appropriately. You just, I know. You've just expanded the role I might play. Yes. <laughs> I tell you, I, it, it actually makes me angry. It, it, it really actually it makes me angry because I have to work. You, you can't imagine how hard it is as a physician to make about $60. You have to have staff. <laughs> you have to have a place you rent. You have to pay malpractice. You have right. all kinds of licensing fees and professional fees. And Medicare pays you about 60 bucks for every 15 minutes. And it's very high level with high liability. And uh, on camera, you get $100 for 30 seconds. It's <laughs> ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So it's, you it's wasted disturbing. all that time and money to go to medical school. Oh, my God. It's disturbing. But uh, okay. How many, times, we are. It's the market. how many times have you done it? Uh, I don't even know. 20? I mean, 20. Wow. wow. Oh. Well, be be looking for some Kevin and Bean bucks. They're coming your way. Do you want to know how much? Yeah. Yeah. $125. True. True. Underpriced. Yeah. I'm going to pay it. I'm going to pay I, it. I listen, my, my wife, is. she's standing right here looking at me. She is my the brain behind it. No, no, she, she, she changes the price periodically, and that's oh. her thing. I just do what I'm told. Well, all right. Uh, well, I, it, Andy Dick was the one that, that informed her of how great this is. So. He's, he's very yeah, good I, on I, it, I, Drew. He has a slide whistle. <laughs> oh my god. You need some props. You need some props. It's so disturbing. Yeah. It's so disturbing. Yeah. <laughs>
All right. Well, listen, so we don't waste all of your time uh, promoting your Cameo account. Uh, I saw a fascinating tweet to you about a topic that I am very much interested in because cancer, I guess we know, and you've pointed out on the show before, Doctor, is means a lot of different kinds of cancer. There are hundreds of them, right? And yeah. uh, we don't. there's a lot we don't know about it. We're learning more and more about it all the time. And you had somebody tweet you from the uh, Gen- Genomics Association or something. Thank you, yeah. Dr. Drew, for the great discussion on cancer genomics on your show today. Science is advancing so fast in the next five years. We may live in a world where each person knows the precise diet and lifestyle choices that minimize the risk of cancer based on their DNA. This was a light bulb for me because I didn't know anything like this was even being pursued. What can you tell us about it? Oh, oh, it's fantastic. Well, let me dial it back a little bit. I've been advocating for really everyone, particularly middle-aged people, particularly anybody with any cancer risk in their family, go to a website called color.com. And there, I have no interest in that company. It's not a promotion for them. But I myself went there and got tested. It's like $200, the spit test. And lo and behold, I kind of hunched that I may have had some problem with my genetics and it turns out i have a dna repair abnormality called lynch syndrome msh6 that puts me at high risk for stomach and colon cancer so now it change changes how i'm screened so i get upper endoscopies and colonoscopies every year it also meant and was so they they tested my kids lo and behold my two sons carry this gene so they had to start getting these screenings done at age 25. Wow. And by doing so, they will st- dramatically reduce their risk of these things ever being a problem. And, uh, you know, we know about the BRCA gene, right, for breast cancer? Yes. 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 We, now, we now have the same thing for other or similar things for other cancers and heart disease. And since I've been advocating this, the field of genomics has sort of exploded to the point now where pe- things are becoming highly individualized where we will be able to tell you, you know, there's so much confusion about diet. Well, the reason there's so much confusion is everyone responds to these diets differently. Everyone responds to different workouts differently. We'll be able to dial in the diet to your genetics that will keep you, say, leanest, reduce your risk of heart disease, and reduce your risk of cancer. That's amazing. That is amazing. That is amazing. So forgive me if this is a stupid question, but there are lots of different things that can cause cancer. In other words, you can have this genetic uh, predisposition for it, but you can also get it lung cancer from smoking or something like that. Um, like is, a, it's like a nature versus nurture, you're saying. Right. Is food it, it, and every, is, everything in everything in human biology is gene environment interaction, right? And so part of part of the genomics uh, that we'll be able to say is, look, hey, you may be one of these people. One of, one of the things they already have, for instance, is you're one of these people that if you use alcohol, you will increase your risk of breast cancer. Wow. You actually have a gene where that will be the case. And so these kinds of things are going to be highly, highly specific and we're going to have similar sorts of spectrums of genetic, uh, let's call it menus, for treatment. Who responds to the different kinds of treatment? Because we'll know very specifically what the biology is. So everybody is going to have a different food and drink and exercise regimen based on some prescription for their specific DNA. One day. I, your mouth to God's wow. ears. I, I, I think if I were starting out medicine, yet, I'd be an oncologist because this has made this the, the field so, so, so exciting. Uh, both on the therapeutic side and on the prevention side. Drew, wow. I, have a, I have a question that has obviously popped in my mind many times. When I walk into a parking garage or a building that has one of those signs warning me that inside there might be chemicals that give me cancer, am I? Should I, is this, I, I literally look at it and ignore it like it doesn't exist. Should I be looking at these things? 
Well, I mean, that's kind of a loaded question. I I think more than anything, they're treating attorneys when they do that, right? If there were really a risk, they wouldn't let you in there. But I certainly wouldn't hang out in there. I I, I think about that. Jensen loves it there. Yeah, Jensen loves a good parking garage. I have one of those warnings right in front of my bedroom. (laughs) Oh, but your wife put it up. Nightmare. (laughs) All right. Well, this is very, very encouraging. Where can people, if you know off the top of your head, Dr. Drew, where can people go to find out more information besides the color.com that you mentioned? Yeah, color.com for sure. Just look up genomics. I I, I just, before I went in the air, I looked around, and there's a bunch of companies now that are doing this. Uh, You can look at that tweet that came to me, and that company looked great. And the guy that I spoke to on KBC was very knowledgeable. And there are even fitness genes tests, and there's, there's all kinds of stuff out there. It, it's just say it's evolving, but the next two to three years can be very exciting. All I know is you get a colonoscopy every year. Talk about a luck out, right? I mean, I know it's nice. Well, that's jealous. Dr. Drew does it twice a year. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Drew, Midday Live, Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on 790 KABC, because all the good shows are on AM. Oh, Go to drdrew.com. What, what, what? New show, Dr. Drew After Dark with uh, Tom Segura at your mom's house. Okay, I was yep. getting to that, but thank you, Doctor. For the <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, sorry. Doctor Drew live appearances and all of his podcasts, including the Swole Patrol, Adam and Doctor Drew Show, Doctor Drew Podcast, and the new Doctor Drew After Dark with Tom Segura, available at drdrew.com and download the Heal app in the App Store or Google Play to see a doctor now in the comfort of your own home. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, thank you. Bye. The Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. Want to do something special for your woman on Valentine's Day? Hmm. Examine yourself for testicular cancer. Oh, what? Why give a diamond when you can give the family jewels? Oh. Hmm. CBS cares. That sounds like a very sexy one. <laughs> oh. How do you wrap that? <laughs> it's tough, yeah. I just don't see how you convince her that that's a gift for her. I really don't. Hey, I know I'm over here playing with my balls, but it's really for you, honey. That is the real gaslighting. <laughs> but uh, CBS cares, apparently. You sure. Guys. All right. It's uh, 9.39. Time for a final look at what's happening here on this Valentine's Day Thursday. Take it away, Allie. So remember when we found out that Alfonso Ribeiro was suing the creators of Fortnite as well as the creators of NBA 2K? Yep. Because they ripped off his Carlton dance without his permission. Besides the fact that he had never tried to copyright the dance uh, in the 27 years since it first Hmm. appeared on Fresh Prince. And despite the fact that he had said on camera that the dance was inspired by Courtney Cox up on the stage with um, Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Don't help her, Jensen. All right. And uh, <laughs> also uh, a clip of Eddie Murphy. So it was kind of inspired by a meld of them two together. Well, things aren't looking good for Alfonso Rubiero. That's something that's said a lot. A registration specialist for the U.S. Copyright Office told his attorney that the actor's bid to lock down the rights to the dance is being denied. For you get Zippo, nada. The copyright pro said Alfonso's moves amount to nothing more than a, quote, simple dance routine. And then it's like he just wanted to pile on. The expert broke down the dance step by step, saying the combination of these three dance steps is a simple routine that's just not registrable as a choreographic work. <gasps> Damn. <laughs> he basically was like, Carlton Dance ain't S. Nope. Denied. It's more of so, a hell no than it is just a no. Yeah, exactly. It's like, we get it. It's not going to, you know. I'm not sure there's any precedent either where someone like won a huge lawsuit for mimicking a dance. I was trying to think mm. if there are any dances that are copyrighted. I would think the moonwalk, no? No, I mean, a lot of people did it. A lot of people did it it and do it, it. yeah. The only ones I could ever think of, and I'm not sure if this is the case, but like something like The Twist, Mm -hmm. where like the lyrics are the song, but it still wouldn't stop you from doing it. 
or making money off of it. Well, That's, I think, what's what this is about. They're making money off of it. Fortnite and NBA 2K. But like People Usher that are did moonwalk. the moonwalk yeah, and but, made money off it. But that was in like a performance. Yeah. It wasn't in an ad or in a game. Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. What hmm. about Backpack Kid? That's got to be copied. Well, he tried to sue it for Fortnite, but I don't know. I don't know. We got to see. That's what I'm saying. I don't think there's any precedent. It's hmm. interesting. But it I wasn't think- about the Soldier Boy dance. That, that, but that would be because it's in the lyrics. The Superman. Well, it's not thing. really Superman. It's not yeah. really in the lyrics. But again, I don't know if any. I, mm. My opinion is that none of this stuff should be. I think you should be able to dance. There is only one move that should be copywritten because they shouldn't make money off of it because it is. It's to me one of the greatest pieces of art when it comes to the human body. And I think any Seinfeld fan would agree. <laughs> the Elaine. 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 She stole that from yeah. every white person, though. That's not her dance. Well, that might be true. Uh, might be true. You should be able to dance wherever you want. This isn't Footloose. You know what I mean? Like, uh, everyone should be, uh, you should be free to do it. That's a hot take. This isn't Footloose. Thank you. Uh-huh. All right. Good stuff, you guys. Hey, Tiffany Haddish revealed that Drake's dad once slid into her DMs. What? 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 Hmm. First of all, Drake did as well, slid into her DMs. Uh, She saw him a few days later and he said, yo, you didn't respond to my DMs. And I was like, well, I don't even know that you follow me. Turns out he wanted her to be in his music video. So then that was fine, blah, blah, blah. And then she thought to herself, oh, maybe something might happen, you know? And I was like, are you going to take me to dinner? He said, yeah, we could eat dinner. And then I never heard from him again. Which made me laugh. And then uh, a little bit later down the line, his dad slid into her DMs. Why and didn't Tiffany call in and you hooked up with somebody and his parents? I'm saying, I'm saying. Well, she turned him down. But she did say, his dad hit me up and I turned him down. But I might have ended up being Drake's stepmama. Can you imagine? He's a dapper man. Drake's, Drake's dad, yeah. is he? Isn't Tiffany Haddish much closer to Drake's age than she would be to his father? Absolutely. Yeah, of course, yeah. 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 I thought so, too. Are you new to men? No, I just... <laughs> okay, fair enough. Also, who's playa hating up there? That's what I'm saying. Let the man slide, right? Yeah, bitch. <laughs> 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 I mean, Bean, come on. Come on, man. All right, I'm sorry. Narc <sighs> over there. Right? You're too old. Get away. I don't care how dapper he is. Are you the man who owes me 40 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> always comes back to that. It always does. When we were in Atlanta, I'm not going to lie, I kept my eyes open just in case we ran into that son of a bitch. Oh, Liam Neeson over there. Yep. You mean the guy that did that in New Orleans? Yes. I don't know, man. I don't know if he's if I'm a mark now. He's, he's a traveling, telling, yeah. traveling telling all of his friends. Oh, that that old white dude. He's easy. It yeah. sounds racist. Hit him, well, it was racist. Hit him up. He looked at me <laughs> like easy target because because he because he, he got me. I mean, all of his friends can get me too. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just keep it a bean. <laughs> One day, guys. One day. <laughs> he's, he's like Steven Seagal. Yeah, I was going to let it just keep going because, wow. Bean. Asshole. Come on. Seriously. You got to let it go. I mean, at some point. Well, I'm how, well, how long has it been? Like six months? No. No, it's no, been like a, a couple of years. About a month. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a couple of years. Nobody asked you, Kevin. All right. Sorry. <laughs> when you wake up in the morning, do you know how many days have passed since you went to sleep? How dare you? No. Uh, yeah, it's been about a month, I think. Yeah. Okay. 
It's an incurring interest. You need some dough. Back to you, Allie. I don't know. I'm kind of interested <laughs> in hearing how this plays out. You, you still just sit outside, though, on your porch waiting? I sure do. And With do my you, nunchucks. Do you, see, do you see his truck, though? The one that he said was his work truck? Never. Have you ever asked your neighbor if that man works at their house? I have not. I have to keep my eyes peeled. Terrible detective. No, no, no. I'm not going to go and knock on the neighbor's door with Mm -hmm. this, but I do have the man's picture on my phone from my ring. And the next time I see my neighbor, person, I'm going to walk up and say, "Do you know this guy?" (laughs) (laughs) Next time I see my neighbor, I am going to show her that picture, and I'm going to say, "Does this guy work for you? Does he look familiar? Have you seen him around?" I have a concern slash theory. Are you ready for it? Yes. Remember who told you they had seen that man working in your neighbor's yard? It was Mrs. Baxter. Mm-hmm. Could it be an inside oh, job? Oh, sweet. The scam is coming from inside the house. Yes. Donna, 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 Donna. That would be awesome. But why would she need to scam me of 40 bucks? Fun. When we're Because we're married, though. She already has access to my 40 bucks. Do you not understand fun? Kevin immediately said fun. I mean, honestly. Why would she want to do that? Why else? So what did she do? Did she t- put an ad on Craigslist? Hey, I need somebody to come and knock on the door and invent a story. If so, mm-hmm. I respect her. Oh, you, think that's the, the you think that's the first time she's posted for someone on Craigslist? Well, maybe not. <laughs> I'm really oh, going to regret man. bringing this up. This is just getting worse. <laughs> I not can't for us. Believe, I can't believe there's a full-run scam out of your house. Yes. That's crazy. That's pretty strong. We need to talk to Donna tomorrow. This if she'll even she come needs, on. She needs to come clean, right? Yeah. Oh, I, I haven't seen so her much. <laughs> you know why? She left the country with my 40 bucks. <laughs> 40 bucks put her over the top. She had just enough. That's right. Oh, sweet Lord. That is funny. All right. Happy birthday to Rob Thomas, Simon Pegg, Freddie Highmore, Pat O'Brien, Teller, Meg Tilly, and Jake Weary from Animal Kingdom, you guys. All right. When's that coming back? Soon. Pretty soon. Pretty soon. A lot of info from us. Yeah. They're starting to run the teaser trailers. Yeah, I've seen. So I just haven't seen a date yet. All right. You guys uh, saw the Killing Eve trailer. Yeah. Season two. Can't wait. That is back April 7th. I know that because, good Lord. If you haven't seen the first season of Killing Eve, go back and uh, go ahead and watch Magic. that. Best Pre- show of the year. Pretty great. I mean, besides Barry. I love Barry, too. And Better Things, Better Things was a great There's season. too much TV. As well in basketball. <laughs> A lot of good TV. That's what's happening. Yeah, it sure is. Hey, um, don't judge this segment. Earlier in the show, we had a lot of really entertaining stuff. And if you missed any moment of it, you might want to check it out on the Kevin and Bean podcast, which is available at radio.com, on iTunes, through the Kevin and Bean website or K-Rock website. Uh, and also, I should mention that there is a new episode of the B-Team available today, too. A Valentine's oh. Day episode. Is on fire. that one? Dave, um, first of all, is Allie on this one? Allie has been uh, uh, aching to be a guest on the B team. Yeah, did, they've, did, they've canceled on me twice. Right. So did you interview her for this one, Dave? Was, was I on this one, Dave? Not on this one. Oh, okay. Uh, cool. Not this one. Okay. And you say that you you discussed the, uh, the, the time when I had a female prison pen pal. What can <gasps> you tell us about that? What? Oh, uh, who knew? Uh, who knew you were such the the writer? Huh? Well done, Dave. Writer. <laughs> Who knew you were such the writer? Not Lothario. Her, not... get it? Right, her. Woo. Thank you, King of Mexico, for the decline of Western civilization. Correct. Oh, okay. Idiot. 
So uh, I had a prison pen pal, apparently. So check it out on the BT podcast, same location. On your drive home today, listen to the commercial-free 5 p.m. hour, Random Act of Helpfulness, me, SoCal Helpful Honda Dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. we got a brand-new internet roundup. We've got, if you're an Uber driver, you have to have horror stories as oh, well. Absolutely. So we're going to ask you to call in tomorrow. It's Keep It 100 because it's Friday. And one of our favorites, Nick Frost, mm. who's in a new movie with The Rock called Fighting With My Family. Tomorrow morning. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.